You're listening to the sounds of KPAF AM 890 broadcasting from the top of Scorpion Hill. Blah, blah, blah. Look, I sincerely hope you friends are doing all right tonight. I want you to know that I heard your outpouring of support for my uh, little situation over at Filer yesterday. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the kind of voicemails and the notes waiting here at the station. And how about a shout out to our guest host, Layla, last night. Great work, Layla. Good looking out. I know that many of you were concerned for my well-being and the motives and methods of the fine men and women over at Filer Air Force Base. I can assure you that I uh, everything was fine. With the exception of that anal probe. <laughs> Just kidding. Seriously, though, I don't really have much to tell you about my stay on the base. I was kept in a fairly comfortable room with a cot and a table with two chairs. A few different people came and asked questions about the same stuff you've heard here. I don't know anything different. Anyhow, the food was bad and the bathroom down the hall was amazingly clean and they're as confused about Luke as most of us are and don't ask me about that stupid box it was stolen while I was at the station uh, while the door was getting kicked in someone uh, busted out the back window and managed to grab it in the middle of all that confusion I have no idea what happened to that janitor or who that dude on the motorcycle is it's just insane around here. But at least we've got some good news. Since the storm stopped two nights ago, power to most of the town is back up and a few essential services are available again. Feel free to grab some gas, go to Meg's for some groceries, and say hey to Layla. Even Mike is working on some desperate vehicles. The mayor's office would like uh, to remind everyone that the roadblocks and military presence in town are still a necessary evil until authorities locate the suspects involved in the ongoing manhunt. In fact, the Air Force and Sheriff's Office held a joint press conference today. Now, we don't want to take a lot of your time today. But we would like to encourage the residents of Springwell to remain vigilant and compliant during this manhunt. Realize that some of the more unreasonable folks have been impatient with our checkpoints over the past few days, but I will not stand for disorderly or violent behavior in my town. Anyone that engages in these antisocial actions will be met with the appropriate force. Now, we'd like to show the rest of you. I'm quite confident we're rounding up our fugitives in short order. The Sheriff's Department, with the aid of Pilot Air Force Base, have already dealt with personnel at the various roadblock, uh, I mean, the checkpoints, with the goal of apprehending the three fugitives involved in the Walton murder of Luke McKnight and the theft of U.S. property. These men appear to be part of a coordinated black market smuggling operation focused on transporting federal property out the desert. With these actions, they've, they've made themselves threats to national security. As such, they'll be hunted down. Uh, the, that is to say, 
uh, they'll be located and dealt with accordingly. Anyone with information leading to the arrest of the three fugitives, the, the stranger on the motorcycle, Quan, the former lab janitor, and the man currently masquerading as the late Mr. McKnight will be entitled to a reward of $30,000 apiece. As always, all tips can be made through the sheriff's office on lands over 24 hours a day. Thank you for your attention. Sheriff, do refer to these men as fugitives rather than suspect. Has any new evidence come to light that definitively establishes their guilt? Oh, they're guilty, all right. You know, there ain't no eagle-eyes about that one. But don't you worry. When we bring in the suspects, we'll make sure they confess to their crime. Maniac! What was that? Yeah. No more question. There you have it, folks. I gotta be honest. It seems like the story keeps changing, and I don't know what's going on. First, the stranger was gunned down after killing Luke. Then he's alive and on the run. Now he's part of a conspiracy to steal stuff with two other guys? One of which sounds exactly like Luke. It's kind of weird, and like I said, those guys at the base don't really seem to know much either. Let's cool our brain sockets with some music. And then we'll take some calls.
KBAF, you're on the air. Hey, Nikki, I heard what you said about that sheriff, and I couldn't agree more. His elevator don't go up to the top floor, but he is who he is. God love him. I met that fellow from out of town, and he seems like a downright upstanding man. Hi, Miss May. Good to hear your voice. How you holding up? Oh, I'm fine. I don't know what the fuss is around town, but I did hear something strangely familiar from that knucklehead in the bunker. His cornbread might not be done in the middle, if you know what I mean, but he reminded me of a story my father used to tell me from his army days. Your dad was in the army? I thought you used to say he was a pilot. Oh, he was! He was one of those Tuskegee Airmen in the 332nd Fighter Group. And what a handsome man he was. He looked like Jack Nicholson in five easy pieces. And he could play piano, too. Anyhow, back in those days, the Air Force was still a part of the Army. He would always tell us about the time he went to Italy. For some reason, he flew an empty bomber with the rest of the squadron, landed in Italy, and flew right back out with a secret cargo. Now, my father always said it must have been important because it got flown all the way back to the U.S. To the desert, in fact. Well, that could have been anything, Miss May. You know how wars and cargo go? Maybe, but my father told me it was a top-secret mission. During some turbulence, one of the cargo boxes broke open. The files had Nazi symbols stamped over the Pope's cross, you know. That one with the cross keys. Well, Daddy always felt guilty about robbing a church, but I don't know about all that, because we were raised Baptist. You'd have thought that would have kept my son from marrying a Pentecostal. Lord have mercy. Okay, well, it was great hearing from you, but... Nick, don't you think that's a strange coincidence? Maybe that sewer frog's onto something. <laughs> well, I don't know if that really means... No matter, Nikki. That's not why I called anyhow. We need to raise awareness for barbecue intolerance. Whoa, 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 excuse me. Back up. Who doesn't love barbecue? My neighbor, that's who. Can you believe that Margaret Flowers next door had the audacity to order my Leroy to stop barbecuing yesterday? It's unconscionable. That must have been pretty upsetting. Why would she say something like that? I mean, Leroy's pretty well known for his grilling. Well, I don't know exactly. She claims it's because she doesn't approve of Leroy's methods. But we've been locked down, Nikki. You can't fault the man for getting comfortable in his own yard when he gets cabin fever. His methods? What do you mean? <laughs> what was Leroy cooking? Well, she says it's not really about what, but how. Apparently, she doesn't appreciate Leroy barbecuing in his briefs when her sliding door faces our porch. But I tell you, Nikki, I think it's that she can't handle that I have a nice round man to make me dinner. Hattie, listen. And when she proceeded to tell me that my Leroy was making a scene, well, I tell you, she got what was coming to her. Oh, no. I gave her her very own barbecue so she could stop interrupting ours. And I never liked that shed anyhow. I told her it was a fire hazard. You burned down the shed? No, Nikki, of course not. Not me. Hattie. The coal that flew over the fence burned it a little. Not down, just, you know, mostly. Hattie. That's not the point, Nikki. 
This isn't about her precious shed. This is about intolerance. You just don't come over and abuse a hungry woman at her husband's barbecue. It's inhuman. And now she's demanding I pay some sort of damages for that Roman candle out back? Well, she can forget it. I gotta let you go. What kind of town are we living in when people think that they can just dictate your dining habits? I'm getting more calls. Maybe we'll get some listeners' uh, feedback on your situation. You're on KPAF. Should Leroy be allowed to barbecue in his tidy whities Nick, it's me. It's Luke. Luke! I... Uh, right. How can I help you, caller? If that black box was federal property, why was it in a lab that makes face masks? Yeah, the box... Uh, what's your deal? Pretending to be my friend. That's pretty low and heartless. Remember when we when we caught that snake with the trap I made? I feel like I'm caught in that soda bottle. <laughs> yeah, huh. I didn't think that would... Uh... Wait, Luke? Luke, how, how the heck? Luke, please. The lines are open. Please call back. Where are you? Oh, wait. You're hey. on KPAF. You don't have to say anything. Let me take care of this. I know you're out there listening to this. You think you're going to get away with making a fool of, of me and the town? You got another thing coming. Sheriff, I think that was Luke. No one would know about that snake we hey. caught camping. Listen to me. He's alive. You've been through a lot the past few weeks. I know. But don't let that clown your mind. These criminals are playing with you and the whole town to create a conspiracy under the law. You're nothing more than a, a, a deep fake. You know what those are, Nick. Sophisticated technology to mimic your late friend. Don't let them in your head. And, and don't ask questions about the property that was stolen. They knew exactly what they were doing by getting it onto the air and then stealing it back. This is all the cause of confusion and so doubt. That box situation was strange. And I do want my friend to be alive. I just I just attended Luke's funeral. And it doesn't seem real. That's right, that's right. But Sheriff, what what's the deal with these guys? If they're all working together, you said that the stranger had been shot, and so that means that... No, about- no, no questions, no questions. I just want the fugitives to hear my promise. I will find you. And you won't be seeing a lot of day for a very, very long time. What was that? What just happened? Folks, I don't know what just happened, but it seems that there was some kind of explosion in town and I can see a fire near City Hall. I don't know what's going on. Okay, we've got a caller. You're on KPAF. Nick, it's Mike. Hey, hi, uh, the sheriff's car. Is burning in the middle of the street downtown. 
I don't know what happened. I was headed home and seen this flash of light ahead of me. I don't see anyone moving. There's not really anyone else downtown this type of night. What? What? What are you, what are you telling me right now? Is the sheriff okay? Do you see him anywhere there? I don't know, Nick. I don't see anyone. But I'd know the sheriff's cruiser anywhere. I just changed the tires on it last week. Of course, now, looks like it's been peeled open like a can of anchovies. I gotta... I mean, I need... I need to... Uh... Mike, just... just give me a second. It'll be over there. I'll be... Oh, God. I'll be over there in a second. Folks, I need to go check this out. KPAF is a division of McGuire Broadcasting, providing music and news to the men and women of the armed forces. The views and opinions expressed during this local news and events updates are not necessarily shared by the McGuire Broadcasting and its subsidiaries.